The following podcast is an Embassy Row production. Welcome, welcome back to Side Piece Show. Sorry, that was supposed to be like Kenyan Drew's sing-off over dinner. And as with that and my singing, we all would be much, much happier never hearing it again. So you know how I call my kids maniacs all the time? Yeah, well, my mom, don't call my grandkids maniacs, still not happy about it. So real quick, please let me share with you my day yesterday. I'm getting ready to record. My three-year-old son comes running over to me completely naked, his underwear, I don't even know where. He's pulling me by the hand, bringing me over to a spot in the middle of the floor, laughing hysterically because he just peed all over it. In the whopping 10 seconds it takes me to go get something to freaking clean it up, my two-year-old is using it as a freaking slip and slide. My point mother, maniacs. That is my point. Now it's time for Side Stealers of the Week. Real Housewives of Dallas. Okay, I love Brandy, but I love Dr. Therapist Psychologist, Captain of Captain Dick, Dr. MD Brandy even more. Carrie and Deandra have been non-stop fighting all season and nothing has worked to get them back together. But then with a touch of a heart or more so a boob, Dr. Brandy heals these angry souls. For that, Brandy MD is one of my breasts. I mean, my best. My best side stealers of the week. Jersey baby, the husband's. Hot damn, I love the husbands. They make me so happy. Frank and the wasabi. I mean, if I can't love that man more, he comes to the defense of Evan, making a stand that Evan is not a cheater. Jersey baby, the husbands. The husbands make me so happy. Frank and the wasabi. I mean, if I can't love that man more, he comes to the defense of Evan, making a stand that Evan is not a cheater. It makes me believe that Frank himself has changed in ways and proving the whole Rachel to Ross philosophy. Once a cheater, always a cheater is wrong. For our Jersey husbands playing the how big is yours game by seeing who can eat the largest wads of wasabi, you, my men, are my side stealers. Summer house. I have a tie for my last side stealer between Steven and Lindsay's boobs. Sweet, sweet Steven, just trying to be romantic for Lindsay's birthday, but played it all wrong. Whereas all Lindsay's boobs wanted to do was come out and play. Sadly, neither of them got any action. However, for trying with the fish and chips and the side boob, you both get my side stealer A for effort award of the week. And that wraps up my side stealers of the week. What else is happening in hot and bravo world? So glad you asked. Blow deck sailing yacht kicks off. So I had my reservations, but after seeing this first episode, I want to make my reservations as a charter guest, baby. Okay, no, I'm just joking. Totally No, I mean, that shit really scares me. Like, how do more people not fall off? How does the boat not tip over all the time? But 
I love the new crew. Love the first new episode. Can't wait for all the bromances to blow up and be more uncomfortable than John Luke's six foot nine ass sleeping in a toddler bed. ATL. Wow. We have four days until the official union of chill. Kenny and Drew having sing-offs while fighting over dinner. What in the hell was that? And one question still remains to be unanswered. Who did Bolo do? I'm not going to name names, Portia, but Tanya takes off, goes off to Canada, which makes me wonder, guilty, guilty when you flee. Jersey, still waiting to see the freaking epic blow up between Jackie and Teresa. And talk about pranks of all pranks. So Teresa calls Joe, telling him Melissa's basically cheating on him. How Joey Gorga, yes, Joey Gorga, kept his cool is beyond me. I can say for certain that if it were me hearing this, I would have totally blown my gasket. That wraps up the hotness happening in Bravo. Thank you so much for listening. You guys, please tell all your friends to listen and subscribe, rate, write a glowing review so we can all celebrate the entertaining and delicious parts of Side Piece Show together. You can find me at Side Piece Show. That's at S-I-D-E-P-I-E-C-E-S-H-O-W. Yes, I have to read it in black and white every time or I will never spell it correctly. Thank you again, guys, for all your love, all your support, and I can't wait to see you next Wednesday. My guest today, holy moly, it's amazing. Are you ready for Derek J, one of the OGs of the ATL and Don't Be Tardy. He is such a blast, and I can't wait for you to listen. So being a crazy Bravo fan that I am, my guest today, I have watched this man for years and years. Like I look at him and I'm like, dude, I know you, but I don't. I'm just being a weirdo creeper, like pretending like I do because I've been watching him and loving him for so long. The OG of all side pieces and the absolute hottest from his wigs to his heels. You guys. Can I please get a hell yeah for the one and only Derek J? I'm going to steal that whole bit. Like, that's my new intro now. Thank you. I'm, I'm taking that. I just made it up. I, 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 no. I, listen, you're natural at this. So I, I, I'm t- Stop. Stop. I will say, I did get my hair done for you. Oh, thank you. My roots were like the hair. You had a quarantine. Yeah. This it's a quarantine hairstyle. I mean, and you were in California. Like y'all are forever on quarantine. I don't think y'all gonna never ever, never. I barely. I only see the sunlight kind of through like the blinds. <laughs> By the way, I did got my hair done, and now I will go back to not washing it for another three weeks and, after I'm done talking with and you. And it's quite it's quite understandable. <laughs> oh, Derek! Oh my gosh! Okay, so we gotta start yeah. off. I mean. I love to ask, like, how do you even get in the mix of the Real Housewives of Atlanta? So, you know, it's, it's, it's crazy, honestly. So before I got in the mix of it, I was already this like a socialite in Atlanta. Oh, uh, yeah, duh. <laughs> I remember going to an event 
And I actually saw Nene at this event. And she's like, I'm on this show. And, you know, you, you should come on there. And I'm just like, girl, whatever. Like, I didn't even watch the show. So I'm just like, okay, crazy lady, whatever. I was at a club during Gay Pride weekend. And Sheree Whitfield was there. And Carlos King was there, who was the, one of the producers for The Housewives. And he was like, hey, I want you on my show. I do Real Housewives of Atlanta. And I want you to be on it. I was like, whatever. So we exchanged phone numbers. I thought nothing of it. Six months later, he like hits me up and said, what are you doing? I said, I'm not doing anything. He's like, put on some clothes and come to this address. I'm like, okay. Uh, <laughs> right. He was like, well, I'm, you know, I was playing this wig party for Kim and the hairdresser that we hired got into a car accident. So we, I'm trying to find a hairstylist now and you know, I had your number to so come. So like, I just throw on something. I ride out to Kim's OCX house. And as I'm walking to the door, they're like putting a mic on me. It's like, her name is Kim Zosiak. They're having a wig party. Have fun with the girls. Here you go. And they knock on the door. It was like, have fun. And they just walk away. So season two. Okay. Yeah. So season two, when I walk into Kim Zosiak's house for the wig party, I'm like, hey, you guys. That was my first time meeting any of those girls. And by the way, you walked in like you freaking owned <laughs> it. I didn't know. I didn't know no other way to walk in. I came in as Kim's friend. But right. Candy was my client before Housewives. So I knew Candy the longest. Oh my God, really? Yeah. Candy, I knew Candy before Housewives. I met Candy when Riley was two. Are you kidding? Yeah. And she's what, 18 yeah, now? That's how I got into the fold. And when I tell people, anybody that wants to get into anything, I tell them, never change your phone number. Because I met somebody at the club, I gave them my phone number, and then they just like called. It was like, see, things from the club giving numbers can be so much better than just a one night stand. <laughs> This shit can turn into a year long, years long. That is, that is, wait, so when you were there, did you meet She by Sheree too? Okay, so I knew Sheree before Housewives also because she had a clothing store in Atlanta. So I just, I used to go to her clothing store. So I was like, I knew, Candy, I would say was my like friend. I knew Sheree. When Cynthia came on, I did Cynthia's test with her. You got her ready. Well, no. I, like literally her on-screen test. They were like, yeah. hey, we, we're, they're like, hey, we're trying out this new lady. We want you to go take with her to see how she does. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. And I get to that, I was like, oh, hey, Cynthia, I didn't know it was you. And she was like, oh my God, I'm taking with you. She's like, yes. Yeah. So, Are you freaking insane? Yeah. This is amazing. I had no, yeah, as honest, I thought I knew everything about the show. It's so much stuff with that show that it's just crazy. <laughs> Wait, okay, you know what I was thinking about, too, in the shower this morning? Okay, that sounded creepy. I was literally in the shower. You think about me in the shower. I, I, even, I even showered for you, Derek. Oh, wait, you don't even know. So I was thinking, you were the one in the bathroom with Kim when she took the wig off for the first time and was going to go out with her real hair, yes, right? Yes, That was you. Yes. Yep. And the crazy thing about it, Kim has hair. Like, she has lots of hair. She had, you know, she has hair. But, like, hair, like, long, like, ear well, length. Probably, so, I haven't seen Kim in forever now. You know, in that in that moment, when we were doing that scene, that was the length of her hair. But it was, she has thick hair. So, that was, like, the length of her hair at that moment. We did. Dude, I was always like, oh, my God, what's going to come out? What's going to come out of the bathroom? <laughs> and I'm like, dude, you just started, I don't think you're hard to You're just starting. I'm like, do you want to go there right now? <laughs> but, no, she he might be like, here. you know, and every time she takes her wig off, I'm like, why do you wear this? Like, why? Why? I mean, why? I mean it's, it's forever glamorous. Like a wig is always, yeah. you know, you just put it on, you don't really worry about nothing. It doesn't get messed up really. So it's for the convenience. 
Dude, but honestly, let me tell you. So this is completely off. Like I have disgusting thin hair. The guy that does my hair here, he was like, dude, you need extensions like your hair. And I'm like, no, I'm from Ohio. Like, we don't. Right, he's like, I, we work with what we got. He's like, just try it once. And I had like something I was doing and I'm like, screw it. Okay. And now I'm like, I, I can't ever take him up. It's like cracked. Like I'm hooked. Yeah, it is. Like you never, it never goes away. Okay. So, I mean, look at this. You're, you are like the, literally like the OG side piece. And then you're like fashion queen. What are you doing? So the thing about it is that in the side piece realm, you know, it put, it's so funny because the reason why everybody loved me so much on the show has also been the reason why I can't do other things. You know, they're like, oh, we love you. Oh, but you know, the way you dress is a little... Yeah. No, 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 no. They said oh, those things oh, yeah. in Atlanta? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Wait, producer? And so it's like, it's different shows that I try to, that I would try. I'm like, oh, what? hey, you guys, I got this great idea. Let's, let's work on this. It's like, yeah, but you're just a little bit too much for this. And I'm like, oh. Too much. Yeah. Believe me, it's really, it's, it's crazy. Well, you will never change your ways. Well, no, I, there's a place for it somewhere. I just have to find where that place is at for me. We get stuck in this middle thing because we're not the Bravo celebrity. Yeah, um, right. So, but we kind, but we are. It's like we're like the we're like the B plus Bravo celebrity. Like we're not the A, but we're like there. When we have to leave a show or we go on to something else, we never have a, that enough leverage to like go to that next thing. Cause it's like, oh, well you were just this, you know? Well, right. I can't speak for everybody. I'm just gonna tell you what, happened, what happens with me. Yeah, okay. But it's like now I've had, I, I had opportunities, but I don't want to do the side piece thing again. That's cause it's like, I've done that, we're done with that. So I just been behind the scenes. So like I'm behind the scenes and I do, I work and I do the hair for different movies and TV shows and kind of stuff like that. So I've been behind the scenes. I still have my salon in Atlanta. I have a podcast and I have a YouTube channel and all that good stuff. I've just been chilling. Well, you know what? You deserve it because you rock. Yeah, but, I'm re but I am ready to get back into the world. I just don't know what that is, though. Well, so when you were in the world, I remember reading there was an interview in regards to you being on Atlanta. Yes. And you said you get tired of being the resident gay. Yes. So does that mean like everything that you just said about being the side piece and it's kind of like a ceiling mm -hmm. or because you're sick of being the resident gay, does that mean like you wouldn't come back on Real Housewives of Atlanta again? I would come back to support the girls in, what, in their project, but I wouldn't come on as just a, a regular fixture again, no. In the, in the Bravo world, we're great. Right. Outside the Bravo world, they're like... You're like up there with that because like half of those scenes and like seasons, you like brought it and you made that. Well, like, I think that's the part that we understand. That's the part that fans understand. But when it comes to just the fact that you're not one of the girls, you're not one oh. of the housewives, you know? So at some point you're like, okay, it's enough for me having to bring all the zingers and bring in this. You're always the person where you're like, hey, go talk to so-and-so, but make sure you bring up so-and-so. And it's just like, yeah, I, I, I want to get paid what these girls get paid too. Hell, I'm working just as hard as they getting working. Damn, Skip, you're working hard right. to get them <laughs> looking like they do. Right. But then the crazy thing about it is that these girls in all the franchises, this becomes their life. So 
that yeah. all the drama that happens starts to bleed into your personal life. So they're calling Hold like, Derek, did you say that? I'm like, wait, wait, this is supposed to be TV people. What are we right. doing here? Did you hear this? Yes. Are we 12? <laughs> yes. So you get brought into all the stuff they get paid for without the pay. Right. And it's just a big, fast headache. <laughs> you walk on and you from like head to toe, you're like, boom, boom, boom. You brought it. You're always looking good. Every single time you're on, you looked amazing. Thank you. You dress from like sick. How you have your style and your fashion and you know everything from head to toe. Is there a Bravo Lab that you are like, oh my God, they really need a Derek J makeover? Oh, geez. You know, I try to stay nice with all these people. There has to be one. Yeah. Well, There's yeah. one person. I mean, well, do, the, do all the franchises? Anybody. Oh, well, no. So I love Giselle, but Giselle looks crazy a lot of times. So I would love to get my hands on Giselle. Most of the Potomac girls I would like to get my hands on. Just to like, just, you know, just to kind of revamp that, that look of what that they have. That look. Yeah. I mean, you know, because they, they, they're here to Missy. I love, I, but like I said, Giselle, I, love, I just saw her at Cynthia's wedding. Karen, which her looks are suspect on TV, but she looked amazing at the wedding. So I was like, oh, wow. Madame. Yeah. I know. It's like, you know, TV is very suspect sometimes. When I saw her, I was like, wow, you look, like, you look great. Like, you know, so. By the way, let me just tell you, you are not the first person to say of everyone in Bravo World, <laughs> Giselle. <laughs> And I love her. Like, I love she's her. She's so beautiful. And she looks beautiful at Cynthia's wedding, too. All right. You bring the fashion. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, the hair. Mm -hmm. And we always see you walking up in your, like, amazing heels. How do you not have, like, your own heel line? So, once again, so the thing is, what I've learned in this world is that a lot of stuff is not as easy as you think it should be. <laughs> you know? And that point in time when I was really big through the Bravo world, I learned that the shoe world is ran by like Jewish men. So, then, I, so, so wow. then when you get there, they're like, so you have me. So they was like, oh, you're like a black man wearing women's shoes and you want to do a shoe line? Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. We'll call you. <laughs> but even now? Oh, like, well, you, you know, I haven't, even, I haven't revisited now because I've just been working, but I, I need to revisit those type of things. But Think about it though, like somebody like RuPaul, RuPaul don't have a shoe line or. Right. These are the bigger black gay men that function yeah. in, in a woman's space. They never right. really cross over it. They never can really cross over it to the woman's area. It's just so crazy. I, and I get it maybe then when you were first starting mm -hmm. with Atlanta, but like yeah, now, now yeah, in our world. Yeah. It is, but it's still. Listen, you're pouring it to me to read to revisit some things. I'm gonna revisit it. I appreciate that because you know what? I would buy your shit. Yes, and, and I'm gonna have a shoe called the Melissa. Oh, <gasps> yeah. you heard it here. Derek, would it be like scarlet and gray, like the Buckeyes? Because we're from Ohio. <laughs> well, you know, I'm not a big fan of red personally. You know, red is the color of whorishness, and I just don't really get into that. Oh shit, maybe that's why I like it. <laughs> you you love red. God, I wish I was more of a whore. I'm married with two kids. I'm like Virgin freaking Mary over here. I have fake dogs and like, I got crazy today wearing a pink bra under my white shirt for you. That is a You want to give a pop of color. And by the way, if I wore red, my kids would be like, what are you doing? Like nasty hoe. <laughs> you know what? Like get your sweatpants. Is that, a, is that the Ohio thing in this too? I, I really- Oh. 
Yeah, well, no, red. Like, red really just, red sets me a fight. I'm like, you, you, the hoes and prostitutes and harlots are red. Okay, so we remake Giselle. Yes. Who, though, like, even if they have amazing, like, fashion or whatever, is there a Bravo Lab or even a celeb that you would just, like, love to be their stylist? Like, style them from head to toe. Mm. I love, I love the Beverly Hills girls because they, like, really have the money. Like, you can just have free reign. The Shaws of Sunset people, I would like to do them because they're so gaudy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're just, like, over-the-top gaudy. Uh, who am I to say that? A man wearing heels and stuff. But so between the Beverly Hills and the Shaws of Sunset people. By the way, like, their glam squad for Beverly Hills, like, for one month, I could buy, like, a Ford Focus, <laughs> a, a Toyota, at least. At least both of those. Maybe a third one. For, like, one month of what they do. <laughs> yes, you could. I can't even imagine. Like, I wear blush from, like, when I was, like, 12. I still have the same one. Like, I can't even imagine. <laughs> I need you, though. Like, you could do wonders for this. Okay, so your Atlanta crew, yes. the chicks on it. Even I guess right now, let's talk about the current ones right yes. now. Who do you think has the most fashion? Current season, one. Do you have to plead the fifth? <laughs> um, the best. I could tell you who's the most improved. Okay, all right. Yeah, Candy is the most improved. Do you have anything to do with that? No, well, I mean, sir, so like certain looks, like last season when she did the short, the really short hair for an interview, uh -huh. I did that. I, I come in some, some time to time for Candy. But yeah, she's the most improved as far as fashion-wise also. You think anybody currently brings it? No, they all dress like, they all dress like the fly aunties to me. Like, you know, <laughs> not that they dress Like the OLG? Yeah. <laughs> Well, no, not that old, but they're like the, they're like the fly IT crew. Okay, so we need someone to bring it, but Candy gets most improved. Gets most improved, yes. So then we have Marlo, right? She's oh, not yeah, an well, she's housewife. But like, see, Marlo, she, Marlo is a fashionista. So when you want to talk about fashion, and if you, if I had to pick girls, Tanya, yeah. Tanya and Marlo are the two girls that are the most fashionable of that bunch. So who would you choose, though, is like between Marlo and Tanya? Tanya. Really? Because, let me tell you, only because Tanya, Tanya wears labels and designers without it being splattered across the stuff. In your, in face. your face. And then, like, the first thing the table was on there, I saw Tanya, I was like, lady, you have on, like, some Etro pants with a Cuccinelli top. And then the she was like, let's drink some champagne. It's like Ace of Spades and Don Perignon. You just have Ace of Spades and Don Perignon chilling in your champagne coupe. Right? This is, what you, this is what you pop? Like, I'll pop jam jar for my friends or like. <laughs> Dude, right? But like, so where does she, like, do they have dough? Um, I mean, I, yeah. I mean, a dress like that. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Tanya has an understated chicness of herself. Right. Um, it's like, it doesn't have to say Gucci across it and Chanel across it. Where Marlo is a gaudier fact. She's like, boom. Yeah, she's like, hey, this is Fendi. <laughs> like, right. You know what totally. this is. I'm Fendi from head to toe. And here's my sign, just in case you didn't know. <laughs> it is. And here's my right receipt here. that I paid for. Totally. <laughs> just in case totally. you want to try me. So, yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. so, Wait. Those are the facts. So, Tanya Bass dress. Mm -hmm. Who out of Marlo and Tanya do you think, because they're the side pieces right now, who do you think if, like, they were like, okay, we're going to give a peach to one of them, 
who do you think should get that peach? Well, they both should get it for different reasons. I would say Marlo because Marlo really gets in the mix. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who doesn't mind getting in the mix of what's going on and saying what she wants to say and being what she wants to do? She doesn't mind. Fighting, getting in it. Yeah. But then I say Tanya because Tanya really is that girl. Like she has, like as far as her businesses and her, and like she has everything to back up the housewives situation. It's like how Candy has all this. It's like, oh, okay, Candy, we see we're all this We see from. you are legit. legit. Yeah. Tanya, we're like, okay, girl, you're legit. So she can talk the talk and walk the walk. There you go. Dude. All right, I like that. Like an understated, like more in the background, like badass. Yeah, but she wears designers that you don't, like I said, she wear like a Cuccinelli or she wear like a Lafayette or she'll wear, like she wears these these other brands that you, that we just as a general public wouldn't know what they are, but they're like hella expensive. <laughs> really? Like, wow. Yeah, I don't know shit about yeah, that. Yeah, so that's, that's the, she wears those type of brands. I, I mean, I wear Forever 21 and Wish.com and I get my shit from China in 30 days. Okay, so those are our side pieces. And now we have a newbie. Are you like up to date with like the new season? So Drew. Yeah, Drew Sedora. Do you know her? What do you think I, of this? I don't I don't know her. I don't I know well, is that when you're in a Bravo land, we may not know each other, but we all know each other. So I, no, I saw her yeah. at Cynthia's wedding and we was and it, it wasn't even like a Hey, I'm there. Hey, I'm Drew. was like, hey, girl, how you doing, girl? You look good. You look... It was, it's a whole conversation as if we're all family. <laughs> totally. You are. It's Bravo family. Well, we are part of Bravo family. So, yeah. So, I don't know. I haven't had a chance to really, really sit with her. So, you think she'll be, like, a good fit? I don't know because the Atlanta girls are a different bunch of girls. And... and... <laughs> no. Eric. Do not come on my podcast to lie. And... And, because, and even though they all fight like cats and dogs, they are still like sisters. So you're a new person coming into this sisterhood of chaos. So right. if you're not prepared to be part of that, they're going to eat you for breakfast. You for breakfast yeah. So she's new. Yes. You were on forever. You know, like all the old ones. Yeah. Like, okay. So like Sheree, I mean, look, look at all of them. Like Lisa, Phaedra, yeah. I mean, is there anyone that you would like to see back? Like a Honestly, alum come back? Phaedra. Why? Phaedra is great TV. She's absolutely crazy. She's just good TV, and she riles those girls up. You know, it, it's unfortunate how she had to, how she left, but I think Phaedra would be a great addition back. What about She by Sheree? The only thing about Sheree, from just my looking in, Sheree was very guarded about her life. Like, you know, she she didn't really be as open as people would want her to be on the show. Right. So it was, it was, it was always that loomy thing of like, girl, what do you got going on, girl? Like, you know, we're, like, we're watching your life, but yet we know nothing. <laughs> totally. Oh, my God. Duh. I mean, case in point, can we talk about Chateau? Right. Right? It's like, right. Like, we're watching all this happen, but yet we know nothing about any of this. Like, it's like, how? And that might have been the way that she wanted to play it. Everybody want to know what's going on. Totally. That's, why we, that's why we watch this show. We want to know what's happening. To be able to watch a full season or multiple seasons of a show and we still know nothing about you. Right. <laughs> well, you're on a reality yeah. show. Yeah. So that's yeah. what you're signing up for, yeah. right? Yeah, but we know, we know nothing. We only know like the solid things about Sharetta. Like 
She has Sheree Whitfield. She was married to Bob Whitfield. She has these two right. kids. She lives in a house yeah, yeah. and she drives a car. Oh. Now, you know, you only know those things. But anything, totally. anything past that, you don't know nothing about Sheree. I mean, the other ones, we know how many times our dog shit. In right, yeah. Like, we know everything. <laughs> we know everything about them. Like, Candy, I mean, Candy overshares her life. Um, Portia overshares her life. Like, everybody, Cynthia overshares her life. Totally. Yeah, they all overshare. <laughs> then you get to Sheree, it's like nothing. I think the first episode, Derek, weren't they like talking about the COVID test? And Cynthia was like, did you have to do the nose or like the oral one? And Candy's like, I did the oral one. And Cynthia's like, you did? How did you not like gag and puke? And Candy's like, well, because Todd said, I'm used to like talking there. So that's, so that's the only reason why I wouldn't say Sheree. Sheree's good TV too, but she does it. She's good TV for the man. She's a good side piece. If we had a finished home, like she by or well, no, it's Chateau Charest. It's, it's finished. Okay. Yeah, it's finished. Because I vaguely remember. You know, it's finished. It's finished now. <laughs> okay. It's done this entirety. You remember though, when she has her opening? And the, ba- the basement wasn't done yet. But yeah, but now it's, t- it's totally finished now. Oh, uh, well, that's good. <laughs> I mean, I feel like I could have had 16 kids by time, like Chateau Charest. No, Chateau Charest is, a, is a chateau. Oh, I love that. Okay. You guys, I mean, this is a big deal. Yeah, it's done. Derek is, is confirming Chateau Charest is finally done. So another, you're talking about like these, you know, Phaedra, she's good TV. I mean, Nini, the original, the original. right? Mm-hmm. Okay. We've seen her back and forth and back and forth. She's on, she's off, she's on, she's off. Mm-hmm. But she has these like crazy one-liners. Yes. So- she has these crazy one-liners and then she, you know, gets in fights with everybody and then she's getting in a fight with the cast and like she, those one-liners like piss everybody off. And then she's like getting in a fight with like Bravo Andy. She's like beefing with everybody. Like this seems more serious maybe than when she left before. It is. Like after all this, mm-hmm. do you think she would ever come back? I don't think so. This is it. This is it. I think- Why do you think like this is it? I think that this really is taking a toll on her. And I, I was actually just talking to somebody about just the reality world in general. And I think that it's not a lot of, and I want, I want to say this in the most respectable way, but a lot of the people that are in the reality world are not really grounded in reality. Yeah, yeah, so, you know, yeah, and, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, so they believe that this space that they have in the Bravo land is what how the world really perceives them in real life and it's like totally. that's not how life really works you know in nini's case i think that things may not have happened the way that she wanted to happen and then turn out the way yeah. she didn't want to the responses she got was not the responses that she was looking for i think that it it really hurt her because she got to see the real side of things you know so i think that i think that it's done and you know like we said nini has these nini has a quick wit a very quick tongue. I think right. that a lot of things have been said that can't be, that can't come back from now. Totally. No, it's sad though. I can't see her coming back again. Yeah. Like you were two, three, you came back as a four, five, and now yeah, now we hang up the wig in the shoes. Yes, and I think it's, I think it's done. Okay, so let's play a game. Oh, Do you want to? I mean, why not? I'm here. You'll be fully clothed still at the end okay, of it. Okay, okay. But I'm ready for that too. Possibly. <laughs> You're already in the hotel, so you know we don't know where it's going to lead. Right. 
All right, so let's play a game, Derek. I've never played this game before, oh, but okay. I wanted to make it around someone that you knew. Uh -huh. So Nini and Donald Trump, okay. they're both out of a job, right? Okay. And we both know that they are like, you know, known for saying some crazy yeah. stuff. So this game is called, I said what I said. <laughs> I didn't say it like fierce enough. I said what I said. There you go. There, you got it. Okay. Bye -bye. Almost there. <laughs> Thank you. Almost. So I'm going to give you a quote uh -huh. and you tell me if Nini did or if Trump did. Gotcha. Okay. By no means, again, I'm not comparing the two. Please, everybody just know that from the get-go. <laughs> okay. Here is the first quote. My motto is always get even. When somebody screws you, screw them back in spades. Was that Trump? Well, or it had to be Nene because I don't think Donald Trump plays spades. It was Donald. Was it really? <laughs> Donald Trump. How do you know? Like, don't you just think it would be someone like, I will screw you back. <laughs> it's spades. Right. Totally. Okay. All right. Oh. That's you, you got your you got your first strike. Right. Okay. Geez. I'm... I don't get starstruck. I love Angelina Jolie though. Wait, who's wait, where, where do you get these quotes from? <laughs> I don't get starstruck, but I do legit love Angelina Jolie. Would that be Nene? Yeah, okay. ding 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 ding. <laughs> of course it's not Nene, right? You just said it. Like they live it like <laughs> Why would she get starstruck? She is the star. Okay, this is your next one. If it can't be fun, then what's the point? If it can't be fun, what's the point? Um, would that be a, did Donald Trump do anything fun? No. So, I mean, is that a Nini quote? It is Donald. Really? What, where, are these, like, where are he saying any of this fun stuff? You see? <laughs> If there's fun and Donald fun runs the other way. Right, that's what I'm <laughs> The fact that this has come out of his that's mouth. What, that's what, I'm like, he's talking about fun and he's talking about space. Where have where, where, where I been at? <laughs> we, we should be used to, though, like, just, like, these fly balls coming right. out of nowhere. Right? Okay, I'm bad. here's another one. All right. I'm just a real person, and I tell it like it is. I don't have a lot of secrets, which has been a fault of mine. I mean, that sounds like a Nini quote. You got it. <laughs> yeah, yes. I'm like, when you started, when I was like, oh, wait. when you started off, I was like, oh, that's Nene. I already, I know that. <laughs> that was Nene. Okay, you're gonna know this one too. Okay, I'm not gonna stab you in the back. I'll stab you in the chest. That's Nene too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, don't, I don't. See, so as you can tell, I don't pay. I don't pay a lot of attention to Donald Trump. Well, um, join the party, <laughs> and it's a good party. Right. Let me just tell you that. It is a damn good party. Okay. As long as you're going to be thinking anyway, think big. Donald Trump. Yeah, I know. It sounds. Okay. What, this is the last one. Okay. Anyone who thinks my story is anywhere near over is sadly mistaken. Mm. It's a good one. Yeah, because both their stories is over. So, well, you know what? I'm going to say Nene because Donald Trump doesn't think his story is over, so. It was Donald. <laughs> what was it?
I did. You know what though? I screwed you up because I'm like presenting it like a hair flip. Yeah, you and did. Yeah, you did. Flip. It gave me. It gave me a. But you know. But then like also. Holding my. But if we're if we're dealing with current events, he doesn't think it's over with. So. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like. Totally. It's true, right? See, I, that was a trick that question. All right, I'll give you that. Okay, you got that one. Right. <laughs> so. Good job. You only got one. Thank you. Well, you know what? I pay attention. Well, Nini, I pay a lot of attention to you, obviously. I knew all your quotes. Look at that, Nini. Look at that. That's your boy right there. He has got your back on these things. Okay, but you didn't mention, you know, we're talking about taglines. Yes. And I, I'm, I'm so used to, like, these taglines. So, you know, obviously, their tagline for every housewife. Derek, mm -hmm. do you have a tagline? What would my tagline be? You know, I've... I've been waiting on this question all my life. Um, <laughs> I think that my tagline will go something like... I'm already getting chills. Hold on, I need to get ready for this. I'm excited. Okay, all right, all right. Don't all be right. mad at me because I wear heels taller than your man. That is good. High, high tens. Yeah, that's good, isn't it? That shit is better than a high five. That is high tens. <laughs> high five, Ooh, there we go. That was, and it's so true, right? <laughs> Okay, so Derek, yes. I hate to even be like, say that we're wrapping I mean, up. I, I don't I have to leave you now. I mean, I don't, I, mean want, I don't want to, but you're like my Ohio like dude. You need to stick with me. We need to like listen. Wait, wait, wait you have a special? I can come back for your special or something. <gasps> Would you? Yeah. I will say I'm glad I did this because I thought it was like you're some kind of like crazy person when they emailed me. I was like, what the hell is oh, I am. <laughs> But I was in my space, but I was like, I ain't nobody's side piece. But then I was like, what is this? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I know, but, I, but you know, you're the OG. Yeah, yeah, I know. So I was like, but no, I, I'm glad. I'm glad I was here to come and have fun with you. You are? Yes, no, I had a good time, actually. Where else can we find you? Like social, what? Social, so social is Derek J. Hair on everything. Um, I have a podcast myself called Gay Like Me. That's on all the so It's amazing, you guys, by the way. You have to listen. Yeah, thank you. And um, yeah, and I do my YouTube thing, which is also Derek J. So I'm Derek J. Hair everywhere. Check me out. Come have fun with me. I'm a good time. And yeah. Derek, you are a good time. Oh my gosh. I mean... It was love at first, friendly chat. <laughs> right. You're amazing. You guys, please don't forget to subscribe, share, rate, review, all those cool things that you do for podcasts. And I will see you soon.